0: A year ago, our monthly revenue was around 8000 Our deals did get stuck uh, in the last three to four months. We had a lot of uh, retail and uh, food and beverages uh, related uh, companies. So we have kind of re-looked at our persona of people whom we should be targeting and started building the pipeline again. But Corona has impacted us.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Hello everyone, my guest today is Gajandeep Josan. He's a corporate warrior, he survived for 17 years, did product management for Nokia, Inferna and Amazon before turning an, into an entrepreneur in 2015. He pivoted his company, Nateo Learn from EdTech to corporate learning at the end of 2016. And he's convinced that just like CRMs, no one learning tool can fit an entire part of an organization. Gajandeep, you ready to take us to the top? Sure, let's go ahead. Okay, so com N-I-T-T-I-O is the website. And it sounds like you're a learning management system for inside corporations. Is that accurate?
0: Yes, it's an LMS, but it is focused on providing learning to the distributed workforce in companies. So your field force, which could be technicians, which could be delivery people, logistics, operations, or your frontline salespeople in retail stores.
1: The problem I've seen in this space with other LMS tools is the head of HR will purchase it, but they can't get the actual people on the ground. They can't get the employees to consume the content and then they churn. How do you solve that?
0: So... uh Absolutely,
1: we faced the same problem when we started off, and when I pivoted the
0: company. So, uh, what we have figured is that uh, it's the then it's the head of operations who faces a challenge and is looking for training as a solution to his uh, challenge. That's when it fits really, really well. So, we work actually more closely with the ops team and in with the training teams, which are directly under ops. So, sometimes the learning and development teams also, but it does fit in better. Uh, when the training team actually is operating to the uh, is reporting to
1: operations uh, heads. So who is usually the person actually paying you at the company? Is it is the COO?
0: Most of the time, it's the operations head or the COO. Uh, some of the times, the training budget does roll up into HR. Yes.
1: Dang. Okay. Now that we understand the product, give us more backstory here. When did you launch?
0: Uh, so this version of the product, 2016 and is when when we launched it for the corporates.
1: Yes. And when was the first version launched?
0: Okay, so the first version was an edtech pro- um, version of the same product, which we were trying to sell to schools. Uh, tough with- sale. Oh, it was a hard, tough sale, and we couldn't make much money out of it. Uh, realized that, took some time, and just pivoted. Uh, took the same technology and uh, took it to another market. But when did you
1: launch that first company?
0: Uh, that actually was launched in 2013 by my wife and my friend. And when I jumped in 2015 into the same company and then within a year decided that that's not the way to go.
1: So is your wife working with you at NTO Learning?
0: Uh, no, she uh, left uh, Niteo Learn two years back and went back to her corporate career. Both of us being in the startup just stopped making sense at that point of time. But you're still married and in love, right? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, so 2016 was the pivot. Help me understand your pricing model today. What's the average customer paying you per month?
0: So we are, uh, we have focused on India right now. And our uh, average customer is paying on a per user, per uh, active users, user basis uh, comes to around uh, 2 to $3 a month.
1: And on average, how big is a team signing up? How many users do they sign up with?
0: So this could be something like uh, 1000 to 2000 users, we do have corporates with even more than 10,000 users who are on the platform.
1: Okay, so is it a fair statement to say that your average customer has 1000 users, and they pay $2 per user, so they're paid $2,000 per month on average? Uh, Yes, that that would be
0: fair. I mean, if I calculate my um, average contract value itself comes to around um, $1,500 annually. So that would be less than that. But that's also some historical pricing, which has gone to older
1: customers. I see. Got it. So so you have some sorry, when you say $2 per seat, that's annually, not monthly.
0: No, it is monthly. It is monthly.
1: Okay. So you have people paying as little as, uh, as $110. Oh, I'm, sorry.
0: I'm, 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 really sorry. Did I say 1500? It actually, uh, it's not $1,500. Uh, uh, my rupee to okay. went for a, <laughs> went for a toss. We are our annual contract value is actually $16,000. Six zero or
1: one, six.
0: One six, one six.
1: Okay. 16,000.
0: Yes. Dollar I price. see. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So you have customers paying as little as 1400 per month, all the way up to two or 3000 per month.
0: Yes, yes. And the people who pay more, yes.
1: <laughs> I see, I see. When you add up all of the paid users on your platform, how many total?
0: Uh, we have in excess
1: of, a little in excess of 100,000 users. Across how many companies? Uh, right now, uh, 15. Okay, so yeah, this really is an enterprise sale. Are you doing most of the sales?
0: Oh, yes. I was a one-man sales
1: and marketing team till about six months back when I hired my first two salespeople. People, founders never know when to make their first sales hire. Matt Bell is at Yesware says, the founder has to sell a million dollars in ARR first and then they can hire a salesperson. Did you follow the same advice? Uh, we haven't reached a million dollars yet,
0: uh, but yes, uh, I... I I don't think I I didn't find it possible to scale further with just me selling. Uh, so all, I do have uh, salespeople, although I am still doing the closing. Uh, so I have SDRs uh, who are who are setting up the meetings for me, and I also have an account executive who's taking the deals forward. Although I am doing the cl- closing still.
1: So two SDRs, one AE plus you. Do all four of you have quota?
0: Uh, still looking at figuring out what should be the good quotas. We, we are experimenting with quotas. Yes.
1: I see. I see. Okay. And ha- what's the total team size today?
0: Uh, we are now 10 people.
1: How many engineers?
0: Uh, so four, in, four of us in sales, four engineers and uh, customer support and, and a general
1: operations person. I see. And it sounds like, again, 15 customers, a minimum of $1,500 per month. Uh, that means you're doing like between maybe twenty and $30,000 per month right now on revenue?
0: Uh, that's true. That's true. You're right.
1: And what does just growth? Just about $20,000 uh, in revenue. Congratulations. It's not, it's not easy to get to. Did you do it bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Uh, completely bootstrapped. We love that. We love that. Congratulations. Um, and what does growth look like? So exactly a year ago, what was monthly revenue?
0: A year ago, our monthly revenue was around 8,000. And uh, it has actually uh, our deals did get stuck uh, in the last three to four months. We had a lot of uh, retail and uh, food and beverages uh, related uh, companies which were in the pipeline late stage and and which all got stuck and and are now. Yes, so so we have kind of re-looked at our persona of people whom we should be targeting and started building the pipeline again, but Corona has impacted us.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Our customer, I mean, so when you look at the impacts of uh, of COVID, what would you say your your revenue churn is monthly?
0: Okay, so we have been lucky enough that our revenue churn, actually we were uh, able to maintain it at zero and that's because we were able to expand non-retail uh, and non-food and beverage uh, customers. So our existing customer. Revenue exta- uh, expanded over the last three months. By how much? Uh, so, so we went down approximately, uh, I think, so we churned around 10% of
1: our uh, revenue and we expanded that much in the last three months. Congratulations. Yeah, that, that means net revenue retention is north of 100% during a very tricky time of COVID. That's, a good, that's good, good numbers. Thanks. Well, back me into how you're getting new customers today. What's that process look like? Uh,
0: so uh, I've uh, always been doing outbound uh, sales and uh, haven't uh, really built the inbound engine yet. So our primary uh, outreach engine ha- uh, happens to be either email or, or LinkedIn-based, uh, getting to the right people uh, with the right messaging, um, and then basically following through with the discovery call and then then through uh, with the demos and, and, and closing. Um, we have started to build the inbuilt, uh, inbound engine now.
1: So what do you spend in terms of CAC to acquire a new $2,000 a month customer?
0: Um, actually, I, I mean, I, I, I would be lying if I told you, I knew that I, I have uh, not been able to come up with that number.
1: What's your, no one ever knows what these numbers are actually, but a gut instinct helps you drive the business. What does your gut? Tell you your CAC is.
0: So my gut tells me that my uh, CAC is
1: less than $2,000. And help me understand why. How did you sort of think about that?
0: So, I, I mean, there is a, a few costs. So this was a rough thing, which I back of the envelope if I have to do uh, the calculation with respect to the amount of money we spent uh, spend upon the lead generation, all the content we create for, for this purpose, for, uh, for um, uh, you know, the middle of the funnel, engagement of people uh, to basically then all the uh, uh, money we spend on, let's say, sometimes a free trial. Right. So it was a combination of all of these, which gave me this kind of a number.
1: That makes sense to me. Any plans to raise capital or you want to stay bootstrapped? Uh No plans to make capital, uh, raise capital right now. So we uh, do think we are reasonably placed. Money is not the bottleneck right now. Gajandeep, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh I would say play bigger because I... Read that recently. Number two. Good answer. You're honest. Number two. Is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Oh, I'm quite fascinated by how Austin is building the Lambda School these days. So I'm closely following that.
1: Yep. uh, I love Austin. Love what he's building. Uh, Number three. What's your favorite online tool for building your company?
0: Uh, I've been using Asana quite a bit with my team and quite on it, actually. Loving it.
1: Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven, at least I try to do that. So six to seven hours. And what's your situation, Gajanti? Married, single, kids? Married with two kids. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, I am 42. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
0: Um, It's okay to make mistakes and make more mistakes.
1: Guys, uh, Natio Leads is an LMS tool for corporations, uh, especially in the time of COVID. A lot of usage. They're doing about $20,000 a month in revenue right now across 15 customer accounts that pay north of $1,500 per month. So very much an enterprise motion. They've done this all bootstrapped, which we love. 10 people on the team, four engineers, and four people thinking about sales. Gajan Deep, we're rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for the time.